0: Welcome to Showtime, our next sports talk show. We're just going to jump right into it today with exciting news. Today's guest, he's all the way from Louisville, Kentucky, the L. He studied at Lackawanna College, and he's an assistant coach at Lawrence North. Please welcome Mr. Jerome Cook. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right, all right. It's a good day today, even though it's almost what 12 inches of snow outside you know we're both trying to still you know maintain our emotions with all the snow we've received within the last 24 hours
1: definitely definitely yeah. it's definitely it's definitely uh pretty bad out there definitely pretty bad but it's all right though it's gonna be okay
0: yes everyone please be safe out there today um if you don't have to go out please don't go out the roads are still bad please allow dwp to clean the streets off and get the salt down so we will be able to have clear streets. Now back to you, Mr. Jerome. You are originally from Louisville. Talk about growing up in Louisville and what that was as an experience for you as a young child.
1: Well Louisville Louisville's almost like anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. really like you have your crowds that you you know you can't avoid like, growing up, my mama and my dad, I was, my mom always would tell me, you know, you show me a crowd, I show you a future. So, I always stared away from certain people in certain situations. So, I, I was a kid who always had the football in my hand growing up. Right. You know, like, I see a couple of my old friends, they go down that path, I would go down a different one. One thing my, they always instilled in me was to make sure if to do everything the right way. Like, I have had family members that went down the wrong path, and I seen them do that. I chose to go a different route, and that was football.
0: Football get me out of a lot of trouble. Right. Yeah. Growing up, do you have any brothers or sisters?
1: Oh man, I got a lot of I got a lot of brothers and sisters. I got uh, what I got six sisters and got six sisters and three brothers.
0: Wow, you got to You have a big family like my father. He, he comes from a big family. Talk about the talk about the love and the support that you receive from your siblings growing up.
1: Growing up, my siblings was always, they was always around. You know, mm-hmm. they always, we would show each other love. We would have fun. They would try to make the games if they could, you know. And I understood if they couldn't make none. But, you know, they was always sending me a good good luck text or somewhat like something like that, something encouraging, especially my sister Jasmine. She was always sending something encouraging to, you know, motivate me to get through, to get, to get ready for the game day. Right. My mama too. My mama always would say something. My mama called me. She would call me before the game because mm-hmm. when I went to college, I left Louisville with all the way to Pennsylvania to go to school. So it was hard for my family to get out there to see games. But right. They always would send me a text.
0: Right. Now, how, now how was that on, on your mental approach for the game? You know, knowing that you wanted, you know, your family to come watch you play all the way in Pennsylvania and they were in Louisville. So did you have any types of things that, that you did to ease your mind while you were there to play?
1: really just listen listening to music and just focus I knew there I was there for a reason and my reason was to better myself as a uh, as a man but also try to put myself in a position to where I could possibly get a chance to you know uh, get paid to play to help my family out right. so I would like my music like I would listen to music I had my headphones on you know just really just zoning out to get Myself together
0: to get ready to step on the football field to do what I need to do. Right, right, it's right. right. Now, did you play uh, any sports uh, as, at a young age? I played
1: football, basketball, and baseball. I was three. Wow. I played three sports.
0: Right now, which one of those sports did you kind of fall in love with, or was kind of more the sport that you kind of loved to play?
1: Actually, I like. I love football. Mm-hmm. I love football, but baseball. Baseball. I. I really. I loved playing baseball. Like, but as I started getting older with my, my size and everything like that, right. football started to become more of the sport. But I was a big baseball fan. I was a big Frank Thomas fan growing up. Right. Big hurt right. from
0: Right, right, right. Now, let's talk about now. You went to Shiny High School. Um, that's in Louisville, correct? Now, when you were in high school, did you play football? I,
1: let me tell you. I'm going to tell you what happened. I moved back because I moved from the city back here and moved down there back to Louisville with my mother and my stepfather. Right? Okay. And like the way the the states is, I I got ruled ineligible. My my last year at Shawnee High School, transcript somehow because they go a half a credit in the state of Kentucky versus a whole credit in the state of Indiana. Right. So I got ruled ineligible. But I still I wasn't able to play. I wasn't able to play my senior year there. And it hurt for a minute, but the coach that I had there, Rayvon Patterson, he's the one who reached out to coaches that he knew and that he played for. And that's how I still end up signing a, a letter of intent to go to school and play without having a senior year.
0: Wow. How did that, how did that make you feel? And, and how did that just the hard work and the work that you put in to get to that point, how satisfied were you when, you, when, when that happened?
1: Oh man, it was a. It, I felt like it was a true blessing for that to happen to me, for the simple fact like I was frustrated. Like I was like, man, it's my senior year. I'm I'm getting. I had offers, you know, and now that like they can't see, like they can't. I can't get that final year up underneath underneath me because of how the state's credit systems is different, and it hurt. I was discouraged. I mean, I was down for a minute, but. I was like you know what I can flip this and turn this into a positive and then and the coach was like don't worry he was like don't worry Cook bro we're gonna get you into a school man right said you too talented not not for us to get you into a school and little bit, be, little, little behold I end up getting a call you know and uh from Mark Duda one of the best coaches I <laughs> one of the best coaches I ever played for
0: right. in my life mm-hmm. and he he gave me a call and after he looked at my tape and he was like we want you and
1: I ended up all the way in Scranton, Pennsylvania at the man. lack, but hey, I am a lack boy for life,
0: man. We a fraternity, and I love it. Right, 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 man. That's, that's a blessing that you were able to accomplish that feat. And at the same time with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this with Jerome Cook on the Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. And welcome back to Showtime on their sports talk show with the star of the show, Mr. Jerome Cook. And let's just touch on some bases. Now, you're an assistant coach at Lawrence North. Talk about the emphasis of being a head coach at one of the predominantly most known high schools in Indiana. Oh, man. Well, I
1: know Coach Mal. Coach Mal, he does a great job as being the head coach of that school. He cares about he cares about the kids a lot, man, and the program. He building something, building something special over there, man. He he's, he really is, and you know he and he stick and he sticks with it. Coach Miles, is a good man and a good coach. Right. And now with how everything is, I definitely recommend kids to definitely go play for him because he definitely cares about you. And he, a lot of people don't know, he has one of the highest rates of getting kids into, a, into mm-hmm. school to go and play college football he's a he's a good he's a good coach and he's good for that program
0: right now since you're since you became a head coach have you went back to your high school and just gave any types of uh ad libs or any types of uh speeches about your trials of making it you know i i reach
1: out i reach out to them you know to their coaches that they have there and like i won't get a response but honestly i would love to go i would love to go back and talk to the kids at, at shiny high school because like me coming from there was only 88 kids who graduated my class right In my and then i don't know how many was in the class after that but also a kid a guy uh, a guy who made it danny mason who plays in the cfl now graduated in the class after me and he's a pass rush specialist in the CFL now. He started off as a wide receiver, and I used to stay on him. I constantly stayed on him, mm-hmm. like, and to see what he's progressed to and what he's become, man, it's remarkable. So I would love, you know, to go back and influence kids, you know, because I coached a little league football too as well for some years at the Indy Steelers and the Wolfpack here in the city. And I just I love reaching out and giving kids a helping hand, man, because it's a long road process and if you want to do it but you got to understand the harsh reality of NFL trying to make only 1% makes the NFL right right that's the hard reality so you also if a college is going to pay you to go to their school on a scholarship full ride take take advantage of the education that they give you to take advantage of the education that they give you and if you have the possibility of you know better your chances to go to the NFL hey who am I to who am I to stop
0: right right you living
1: your dreams but also always pursue your dream, but also have a backup
0: plan as well. Right now, I could just tell you know that, that mentally, you know you, you have a you know, you have a strong disciplined mind, and and I could tell that you're a focused individual. Um, when you're out there on the field, what is your motivation to get you going when when you're playing the game that you
1: love? My motivation is not to get beat, beat. to be the best player that I can possibly be for myself and for my teammates. I play. Uh, I play offensive line. So with me playing offensive line, I know the mindset that I had is I'm going to line. You're going to line up in front of me. You're going to win some. I'm going to win some. But I guarantee 95% of the time I'm going to win. That's just my mindset that I have. I will beat you, and I will. Beat you, and with me, you better bite down your mouthpiece because you're going to get work. I don't talk. I don't talk on the field. I just line up, get put my hand in the dirt, and I let my pads and my helmet speak for me.
0: Right, right, right. So you're you're more of a of a of a you know you got guys that you know when they do rhetoric you know you got the your 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 peetho your your logos. Uh, pathos and ethos and what i'm saying with the rhetoric is that your rhetoric speaks for itself and that you know you don't do a lot of talking you let your your game play and um you said you play for the tornadoes correct and and so you guys you know everyone's had a kind of a boisterous season i may say with the covid you know doing and then you know the games being here and some games not now that the COVID is here. Um, what are you guys doing to make it safe for the players, um, you know, when you guys are practicing? How safe is it for you guys when you guys are practicing?
1: Well we we practice social distancing. Mm-hmm. We do practice social distancing when we're at practice. You know, we make sure everybody had try to, they try to tell everybody to make sure they have their own individual, you know, water jugs and everything like that. Right. But if you wear a mask wear a mask but really we just go they check your temperature they do check your temperature before you when you go into our uh the practice facility that we uh practice at at the golf dome for minicamp. Right. So we really just really just staying safe from it. If you have your symptoms of course you know or have a fever or you feeling sick or anything like that, just stay home.
0: That's almost like with anything. If you are feeling good, just stay home. <laughs> right, exactly exactly. Now what are you looking forward to most in this coming up season with the Tornadoes?
1: I'm looking forward to us to getting back to the championship and finish this time. Mm-hmm. We went last year. We went last year. We was the underdogs. And wasn't nobody expecting us to get there when we wasn't supposed to be there. You know, but now, this year, I feel like we have a target on our back. Right. I love, I love it. This is year 11 for me. You know, and I feel like uh, if we, got a lot of, we got a lot of mix of vet, good vets, Good young players, I feel like we can get back. Mm-hmm. And this time, when we want to get back, we just have to finish. And everybody has the championship mindset, and championship mentality. Like when we step in on the practice field for many camps, you can tell and look at the intensity that we have and the focus that we have. So I'm really looking forward to this season. I really am.
0: Right, right, right. Now, this season is going to bring up a lot of challenges. Um, uh, um, in case you didn't know, a lot of players. Um, from this year or, or really changing teams. You know, this year is probably going to be one of the best seasons ever because a lot of good players are, are, are switching teams or signing with new teams for, for better chances or a or, or new chapter to begin in their life. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the season and I'm excited about where you're headed and the things that you have going on. Now, let's talk about how do you keep your body conditioned for this type of physical game that you're playing in a semi-pro at that
1: well i i work out i work out and i started eating right i actually just stopped eating meat like eight days ago Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know right get ready and actually i i feel a lot better i feel a lot better like my recovery time from lifting and working out is like this now
0: and that's because you don't eat meat
1: yeah, I feel I feel like it, like I, I, I stop eating meat and I eat vegetables and a lot of fruit. Like, and I get my protein, but not from you know from meat. You, you know, I eat salmon and I eat salmon and shrimp. Do you take like
0: protein meat. shakes? Yes, I
1: still I still drink a protein shake. I okay. still drink a protein shake.
0: So, do you but, also maintain a workout uh, regimen when as well?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yep. And if anybody look on my Facebook page, I almost post something every day. I, cause, the reason I do it though the reason I post something is just it's not for it's definitely not for me because literally you know you can motivate somebody and with them not even telling you because I weighed over 400 pounds at one point I weighed over 400 pounds and now I'm at 337 and I see a lot of people hit me up and be like hey you motivate me to get me to go back to the gym and get my health right and that's one reason why I do it, because it's somebody out there. You never know who you motivate. You never know who's watching.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this is your man Showtime, Barnett. And our special guest today is Mr. Jerome Cook. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Showtime, Arnett Sports Talk Show. We're here with Mr. Jerome Cook. And Mr. Jerome, there's a lot of noise going on about your play on the field. And you said earlier you don't really do a lot of talking. What do you think you're going to do this season when you guys play some of the teams, you know, that do a lot of talking? What I'm going to do is
1: I'm going to just bite down on my mouthpiece and go to work. I wear dark visors so you don't know that that I'm sitting here looking at you like I'm about to take your head off your shoulder. So the way I look at it and the way I approach the game, like you, you got two choices. You either gonna shut your mouth for him or shut it for
0: him. Right. Just right. That simple. Right. Just right. Right.
1: as simple. You can, you can talk all you want to, but in between the whistle and between them lines, you're going to have to show me, you're going to have to prove to me that you're able to handle what I'm about to give to you.
0: And a lot of players, you know, a lot of players can walk the walk and talk the talk. But, you know, guys like yourself who, who's constantly in the weight room, constantly looking to get better, you know, I, I'm looking for a lot of pancakes. Uh, I'm looking for a lot of maple syrup. And I'm looking, you know, to have that with you on Sundays when you knock these guys out on the field. And, uh, you know, just bringing attention to that, um, you guys have a difficult schedule coming up. Do you have any particular game that you have circled, or is there any particular team that you have that you have that you just want to just go all out against? Um,
1: the the Calvary, the Kentucky Calvary, mm-hmm. because the reason a lot of them guys from a lot of them guys who play for them is from Louisville, and then a lot of. I, Believe I don't know if they're playing this year. I have three guys on there who I played high school ball with, or who that I know personally. They're brothers. They're talented though. They're real, they're real talented. Uh, the Britton brothers. They're real talented. But right. the cavalry is who I'm circle. But I know if when push comes to shove, we get to that championship game, I, I honestly I want the Warriors to be there.
0: Right, right, right. Now. What the Warriors What what are what is your, your motto or what or what are some of the your creed that you, that you live by on, on a day to day basis?
1: I don't believe in hype, I believe in, in work. Right. I don't believe in hype at all. I believe in work. So I don't care what it shows on paper, who you got on power, on paper. The thing is when we come in, when we step on the field to practice, when you step on the field for the game, you're gonna have to show me why you rank. Cause I can also show you why
0: ranking is just a number next to your name. Right, right, right. And ranking is always most important because, you know, a lot of teams like to go by the ranking, but at the same time, it's one game at a time in, in, in you know, you could have an off game and, and the best team could win or, you know, the team that's the underdog could win. And, you know, it's always been a pleasure to, you know, to watch you play and to do things you do in the community and on the field. And, um, you know, is there anything that you want to say to the guests um, before we leave today? Uh,
1: Really just come out and support, man. Support the Indiana Tornadoes. Uh, we, we, uh, we'll be playing our home games, either at Thibs, uh, possibly, or possibly wherever. i just come out of support. But support just semi-pro in general. Because you have guys out there who's putting their body on the line and they're paying to play. For the love of the game, man. And honestly, I would like give a shout out to all the teams in semi pro and I say let's let's stop this madness, man, and put Indiana semi pro football back on top where it needs to be. How I grew up watching the Circle City Soldiers and with Coach Scrap and uh Coach Rich and all of them, man, and I watched them how they played the game and how they approached it, man, and that's I think that's why I have that same mentality that they that old school mentality that they had. So yeah, I mean, emotions get evolved, man, and we all, man, at the end of the day. But let's focus on putting our state back on top where it needs to be. Exactly. To where other teams, when other teams from other states come play us, they just not looking at us out here, looking at us like clowns, man. Okay. Because at the end of the day, I tell anybody, you put your pants on just like I do. We both grown men. Like I said, you can show, you can bring any rank point, put anybody ranked in front of me, a, a player, a team, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you. Best way I can tell you is by showing you, I'm going to show you why this is a number next to your name. That's it, and it's just
0: that simple. Well, you heard it. Not from me, but from Mr. Jerome Cook. You know, he's one of the star players for the Indy Tornadoes, and their season will be starting here in a couple months. We want to thank him for being on the show, the podcast, and we want to give blessings to all the teams here in the BSCF uh, is it, B, is it B, BCFL. i C F L. I'm sorry, B C F L. And we want to, you know, uh, we want to send out a, uh, endeavors to all of the teams and we want to thank you, uh, Mr. Cook for being on the show. And, uh, that's all the time we have for today right here on the Showtime time sports Appreciate talk that. show. Thank you, sir. And everybody join us on anchor and also Spotify and you guys have a good day and stay warm because that snow is getting to everybody today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Showtime, our next sports talk show, The Podcast. You can check it out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker.audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thank you once again for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast.